Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for joining me. It's a wonderful, wonderful Sunday afternoon here in Marietta, California, and we have Animotion bringing us in again. One of my favorite songs of all time. You guys might remember Total Recall. Fantastic movie. Great soundtrack. Great soundtrack. You know, Amazon Prime had like Running Man playing for a while. It was super fun to watch that. One of the best movies ever made. Predator, Running Man, Total Recall. A lot of good Arnold movies from back in the day. I don't know if you guys have caught up with um, The Expendables, but that's also another awesome action movie. Throwback, if you will. All right, so our Sunday version, our afternoon lazy Sunday version. A lot to report. Pinball and Cool Stuff podcast here again. April 11th. 2021. No ship date on the GNR LE. No shipping date. I just listened to Kaneda. He said that people are on a wait list for a year for Guns N' Roses. If they order today, they could be waiting a year. So that's that's a bummer. It's a bummer if you're hoping to get the game. I think the secondary market will bear a lot of used machines though, so if you're waiting, just wait for a used one. If you have to have the new inbox, I guess you're waiting a year, but if it's me and I didn't already pre-order, I would um, I'd just buy a used one. You'll get them. The LEs will be probably 10 grand or 9 grand, no less, but still, you're not you're not going to have to wait a year. So if GNR is that important, you got to go get it. Um, evidently, Spooky is going to be releasing or at least announcing their next game in June. June 2021 for Spooky. So it's going to be a horror movie. That's what I'm That's what I'm hearing. That's what Kaneda's saying. Night of the Living Dead, Evil Dead, Friday the 13th, Freddy Krueger. What will it be? Texas Chainsaw. I think Texas Chainsaw would be a really good one. Um, but we'll see what they do. It definitely will be licensed. That's the, uh, that's the rumor mill. So no more original IP from Spooky after what they did with Rick and Morty. What's strange to me is understanding they still have another year of production for Rick and Morty, probably from today, to hit their mark of final production numbers for that game. And understanding that they probably won't begin shipping, maybe even not even building the new game until that date. So I'm very curious what they plan to do. If they plan to release and sell a game in June with non-refundable deposits or non-refundable paid in full, I wonder if they intend to make them wait a year or two years, because that would be a lot to ask. I, for one, would never wait a year for a game. I'm going on six months, and I'm just about out of patience. So yeah, a year or two is kind of insane. I don't know what number they're on with Rick and Morty, but um, it's not a whole lot. Um, they probably are at what 500 by now 250 to go 250 we'll see so spooky they're growing and faster than they can build their new plant evidently so but I'm excited because TNA 2.0 is coming out I guess I'm not terribly excited about TNA 2.0 but that's it's cool to see a new license theme coming out Um, Chicago gaming's got two games in the next six months evidently Dying to know where Cactus Canyon is. I think we all are, but um, evidently they're doing their original game as well. So, old news. Uh, back to GNR though. On this, this whole price increase conversation is not over. I think we all expected it to carry on. So, a thousand dollars more 
obviously we've talked about it. How much are they leaving on the table is the question. So you see the inflation in the market right now. You see a lot of people selling games for crazy numbers and getting it, and that's fine. If Jersey Jack's charging a thousand more dollars, who's actually out? I think a lot of comments from people in the community is that people are just done. They're out. They're waiting for secondhand games. Um, I don't know if I fit into that, but I mentioned that no more new inbox Jersey Jack is probably my future. But um, there's a lot of comments about being out, people just being out. And it's curious to me because it seems now that the used and the new market is becoming a more wealthy hobby and it's causing what you might call middle-class pinball collectors and players to be out. I know nobody's gonna spend five grand on a fishtails, right? I hope none of you are. There's a lot of games that are on the market that have been there forever. And I'm looking at crazy prices right now. Somebody wants $3,700 for a Baywatch. Somebody wants, somebody's gonna get $7,200 for a dialed-in standard. That's awesome. It's a fellow I know, actually. I mean, I guess that, that game sold for 8500 so the guy's taking a little haircut, but he's probably owned it for four years. Um, it's interesting, though, because that game held its value based on the price increase from Jersey Jack, and very impressive. That same fellow on Pinside is selling his Roadshow for $4,400. That's impressive as well. Um, the question of whether or not you buy the game is kind of irrelevant, because we all have what we would do and what we wouldn't do. But the idea that you're getting 90s, mid-90s Williams titles that are middle of the road based on the consensus of uh, the collectors out there. A middle title, like Roadshow, is 4400 So what does that put like a medieval madness at? An original. It's curious, right? It's, it's, it's a strange thought to entertain. Um, so anyway, best news of the month for me. Just a few days ago, I booked round-trip airfare to Chicago for October 27th. The Pinball Expo is taking place in real life, yeah, everybody, in real life. Buy your tickets now because I got a round-trip ticket for 100 bucks. San Diego to Chicago, $100. Let everything else fall by the wayside because with a $100 airfare, I can do whatever I want. Flying out to Chicago on the 26th, returning on the 30th, I am excited as can be. I've never been to Chicago, the Windy City, so I'm really excited to go for that reason. And obviously the Pinball Expo is humongous and I will be staying very near to Elk Grove where Jersey Jack is and Stern Pinball is and it's exciting. So much to see, so much to do, so little time. I'm hoping to volunteer at the event and maybe get a little break on tickets, but even if they don't give me a break, I'd like to volunteer and meet some people and have fun and uh, see what they got going on over there. I think it's at a hotel in Schaumburg, Illinois. I think that's where the show is. So, Pinball Expo, everybody mark your calendars, buy your tickets, get out there. Hope to see you all. I'm hoping just to get a few California friends to go, but I'm not sure who out here is gonna be willing to make the trip. I don't really care. If I wind up going alone, that's just how it's gonna be. I'm all right with that. I'm sure I'll make some friends out there and have some fun, and it will be a memory of a lifetime. I'm very, very excited. Anyway, so. What other shows are going on? Um, in October, we have Pinagogo. That's in Dixon, California. I think that's the first week. Pinball Madness is the, the third week of October. And then Pin Expo on the fourth week of October. Pinball Madness will be happening. So mark your calendars for that if you're in California. Pinagogo, also Northern California. Hoping to see that show if I can. I think I'll be buying airfare soon, but I'm not sure. Might go up in an RV with one of my buddies and make it a road trip. But um, my 
PTO is running out here, so I got to pick my spots, and I've got a few other trips in mind already. Next weekend, we're going to Havasu. We're going to do some jet skiing. It's going to be 95 degrees out in the desert, everybody. So if you go to Havasu, you might see me on a jet ski out there. It's going to be rad. It's going to be rad. It's been a while. Go shoot some guns. Go ride some jet skis. Go catch some scorpions. And uh, overall winter weekend. It's going to be fun. Really fun. All right, so big news here at the arcade in the living room. Big news. So randomly, I texted my buddy Scott. He lives out in Escondido. Not far from where I work, in fact. And I asked him if he's selling any games. Had dinner with my buddy Pete last week. He said, hey, Scott's selling his Xenon. Completely restored Xenon. 1980 Ballet title. Forget the designer. Could be Oursler. Uh, could be Ricky. I'm not sure. I don't think it matters. Anyway, I like Xenon. It's one of those beautiful, sexy machines from the early 80s, as we all know. Evidently, Scott's... Scott was willing to sell it, so I made a deal with my buddy Scott. I got a almost brand new Xenon sitting in my living room as we speak. I'm walking up to it now. Let me just say this. The game, even in non-restored condition, is an absolute treasure and a spectacle to behold. Alright? Xenon is is beautiful. There's, there's gorgeous woman on it. Um, there's beautiful art. It's very creative. It's very retro. Drop targets, it's got a ramp on the right side, four pop bumpers right in the middle, a spinner on the left. Very old school, almost like EM layout, right? But just fantastic, fantastic. Uh, and the game I, I happen to have now is almost brand new. So every, I mean, let's see, brand new playfield. I'm looking at a CPR gold playfield as we speak. Um, new rails, new lockdown bar, brand new stainless, um, beautiful rails, new glass, brand new glass, wonderful, brand new paint job throughout, so the cabinet was refinished, old back glass, but it's not terrible, it's looking good, and if you don't remember, the back glass on Xenon has an, like an infinity mirror on each corner, with the LED lighting, it really creates an incredible effect, very, very beautiful game when it's lit, and even when it's not lit, so this game has... Uh, super bands throughout, or I think it's Titan rubber. Anyway, translucent Titan rubbers throughout. Um, all LEDs done. Brand new playfield. Brand new shooter rod. It's just got all those fun brand new touches that you want. Brand new hardware. Um, leg bolts, legs, brand new, brand new feet. It is absolutely stunning. And I'm so happy to have it here. It will be in the retro room. So the arcade in my home has been renamed to Pentopia. That is big news as well. Boss Hog Arcade was too inside of a joke. Too much inside there. So I wanted to bring it around and let people um, let people in <laughs> and change the name because Boss Hog was not exactly well known. It's kind of an inside joke. Anyway, back to the Pentopia. So my girlfriend's gonna be doing a retro art piece on the wall in the retro room. So we have three areas where pinballs will be displayed and played. One's near the exit to the backyard. That's going to be the retro room. There are going to be four or five games there. That's where we're going to put our older titles from the 80s and the 90s. And as we speak now, it's Xenon, Corvette, Roadshow, and Earthshaker from that era. They're all going in that retro room. Very, very exciting. And so we're going to do some beautiful neon getaway art for that room, or I shouldn't say we, I should say the wonderful Lindsay is gonna come forth and display her wonderful talent as a professional artist and uh, show the world what she can do with an arcade. It's gonna be really cool. 
So I'm going to be, uh, so that the main room or the dining room is going to be the Jersey Jack room. That's going to be Guns N' Roses in Wonka on either side of the dining table, which is going to be really cool. Very, very excited about that. And we're going to have subwoofers on those games, so it's going to be very loud in here and uh, very exciting. And finally, the office to the left of the entry in my home uh, will be the Stern and Data East room. So now we have a Monopoly in there, of course, the one I bought some months ago. And at this point, a brand new Jur Jurassic Park by Data East. So in the Stern Data East room from whatever era will be Jurassic Park, Monopoly, and Iron Maiden. Gonna move that one in here with the subwoofer and let that thing just kick like crazy. So yeah, so Scott had a Jurassic Park for sale, incidentally, so I've bought two games off him in three days. Very cool. Scott's one of my best, best pinball buddies, coolest guy in the world, um, and he knows so much about pinball that I could, I'm sure he's forgotten more about pinball than I'll ever learn in my lifetime. It's an old, an old saying about someone's acumen and knowledge in something, you say that. Anyway, can't compliment him enough. Rad dude, made a good deal for me on this. He was selling it for a friend. And I'm looking at a Jurassic Park that looks home use only. It looks home use, but there's lockdown holes um, for the coin door, so maybe it's an arcade game. But I'm telling you this, this playfield's immaculate. It's full LED package, it's got clippies and all the scoops. The shooter lane is clean as can be. The, uh, the mylar drop spots on the in lanes are absolutely newish looking. And the switches beneath in the in lanes and out lanes are they look untouched, so it's beautiful. I think it's tight and rubber throughout as well. I know the flipper rubber bar. And so we're having a great time. The kids were absolutely amazed by this game because the dinosaur eats the ball. However, I gotta work on the dinosaur. It's not really working right now. So I deactivated it and I'm gonna go, go figure out what to do with that. A couple other adjustments I have to make to this game. The flippers are a little bit low and they're not set correctly, so I gotta do that. Some chores on this game to do before it's gonna be playing 100%. Also, the guide on the far right orbit is not right. I don't know exactly how I'm going to do that to bend it back, but it seems to have a little kink in it, which means that the upper right flipper shot is near impossible because it just ricochets away from the flipper. So that's a problem. T-Rex is the problem. Um, the flipper adjustments are not a big problem, but I'm sure I'll get this all figured out. I have some awesome friends, and I'm grateful for them who can help me with some of my technical concerns with these games. But very, very stoked to have this game in here. Very, very stoked that the children are gonna enjoy it, probably more than me. And it's a classic movie from a classic era of pinball when they really wanted to, uh, to sell you games based on features rather than simply theme. This game actually has a mod on it where it plays clips from the movie on a small LCD screen on the top right here above uh, the buck. It's interesting, never saw the mod before, and I'm looking at it now as it plays clips from the movie in full HD. Pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. Anyway, very excited to have Jurassic Park. The art's in great shape, the playfield's in wonderful shape. There's no fade on the cabinet. Looks like it was kept indoors in the dark, full life. The gun's in good shape, buttons all look good, work fine, and I'm very, very happy. Lucky man here. Luckiest guy in the world is what I really am. All right, so hope you guys um, have a great week. I don't want to uh, stay on much longer because I've got to go for a run. Oh, quick news also, the gym's reopened, so I finally got back into the gym. That's wonderful news. Cool stuff topic for the day. Get out there after COVID. If 
you've all made uh, some weight gain during the COVID lockdowns, get back in the gym, fight the good fight. You'll thank me later. Yeah, so the gym's open, I'm there, stoked, very motivated. It's gonna be a great spring and summer's just around the corner, everybody. So don't forget, work out, go to the beach, cook good food, drink some beer, play some pinball, and have a great week. God bless, we're out of here.